Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The temple, as I remarked this past Sunday, beloved in the Lord, the temple is very much in evidence about now. This coming Sunday, we're going to be reading the story about the two men who went up the temple to pray. That's what you do in a temple. You pray. And tonight, the infant Jesus is taken to the temple, an event the church in her wisdom has long ago decided to celebrate with a certain solemnity and, and art and music. I think just about every Orthodox church in the world that's been around for a while has the icon of the presentation of the infant Jesus in the, in the temple. And you, you heard and were singing the hymnography just a little while ago. Temple and prayer. Let's talk about that just a little bit tonight. I had three points on prayer this past Sunday. And this next Sunday, we'll have three more points on prayer. And then tonight, we'll have a point on prayer. That's a seven-point seven sermon spread over. That being the number of perfection. One of the numbers of perfection. Three is the other one. Now, I've mentioned to you before, but I suspect it bears repetition that the word temple, although it is a Latin word, is derived from a Greek root. Temno means to divide. Temno. A temple is a place divided and set apart. And you don't, certain things you don't do in there. Now, we sort of understand this, I suppose, this idea of divided space, consecrated space. If you have any doubts about that, I invite you to go to Wrigley Field and during the course of the game, try to go out there onto the field. Oh, I sincerely invite you to do that. <laughs> and I'll see if I can come down and bail you out of jail. Okay. That, that space is consecrated okay, for the second highest activity. <laughs> Maybe, coach, the third highest activity. <laughs> okay. Known to man, after worship, it's either baseball or football next, I think. But it's consecrated for a certain purpose. Now, we have the testimony of St. Stephen, for which testimony he was stoned to death, that God does not live in temples made by hands. There's a, that's, a, that's an overstatement. That's a hyperbole. Of course he lives in temples made by hands. Of course he does. That's hyperbole. He's here in this place. But this, certain things don't happen here and must not happen here precisely because this space is consecrated. The point Stephen's making is, 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 is better, more profound. According to St. Paul, each of us is the temple of the living God. 
That means the space occupied in my body, by my body, for right now I won't distinguish between locus and cetus, Aristotle's very subtle distinction, but the place where I am, my body, who I am, my inside, is consecrated to God. It's set apart. It's divided from everything else. On the days when we have baptism here at All Saints, after the child is baptized and chrismated, the child is brought in the, into the, in the great entrance, and then the child is elevated over the altar, if the priest is able to do it, we had some pretty big ones lately, elevated over the altar, the child is consecrated to God. See, baptism is consecration. It's a consecration not just of our souls, but of our bodies. What's supposed to be taking place inside us is prayer. We're consecrated, brothers and sisters, we're consecrated for worship. You see, prayer is not just one of the things that the believer does. It's the most important thing the believer does. The goal and the ideal is to make our inside just like heaven itself just like that heavenly temple that we heard about in this evening's epistle from Hebrews. The goal of the Christian life, the acquisition of the Holy Spirit, is manifest in an intense life of constant prayer. Now that's the goal. The process is moving toward that goal. It isn't just a goal in some sort of abstract sense. We're supposed to use the discipline the self-control, the interior guardianship, custodianship of our thoughts in order to bring every thought into captivity to Christ. I spoke about this this past Sunday. Captivity to Christ, to bring every thought. That means every thought we have, we want to direct eventually to prayer. Now some thoughts come easier to that, to that goal, than others. I I know that. I'm well aware of that. But that's the goal. That's what we strive for. It's always to be in the presence of God, consciously in the presence of God, that we know ourselves, to be present, that God actually sees us, and to give back to him the worship and praise, adoration, and attention. One of the last times I saw Thomas Merton, in fact, it may have been the last time, he was wearing a great big button. Okay. And the button said, God is watching. Give him a good show. Okay. Now, that's, there's a lot of levity in that. I <laughs> I'll at least, at least call your attention to the first part of it. <laughs> that God is watching. That God sees. The reason we are temples of the Holy Spirit is because God is actually inside us. He's actually there. And we go inside. Let him do the heavy lifting, by the way. You don't have to conjure up a lot of feelings. Just let yourself be known by God. Okay. To the extent 
that we live constantly in the presence of God, aware that he sees us and loves us, when we become holy, we will become what St. Paul says, the temple of God is holy, which you are. Amen. Thank you.